You're listening to All to Play For, brought to you by Joe and Coral. Welcome to All to Play For, brought to you by Joe and Coral. I'm here with my guy, Mr. Joe Cole. JC, how you doing, bus? How are you, buddy? You all right? Mate, I'm very good. Joe, I need to... I, one thing I need to get to, first and foremost, right? My guy, my G, Joe Cole, the actor. Bro, that new <laughs> advert of you... Mate, you're smashing it. I'm like watching that advert and I'm thinking, where am I getting this guy in King Gary? Mate, I would love that. Do you know what? I really enjoyed it. I, I, I've purposely, throughout my career, I didn't really like the media and the advertising stuff. I... Uh, but I loved it, mate. I absolutely loved it. I enjoyed it. Um, I, my mum was the first person to comment. She said, your acting's improved. I said, what do you mean? She went, I remember when you did a, I did a, a, a advert for the BBC, the FA Cup, when I was at West Ham. And I was in Ian Bill's chip shop. And uh, she described it as wooden. So she said, you've, you've improved a lot, haven't you? I mean, I, I enjoyed it. I, uh, I loved it. It's, I've been getting loads of... Um, I can't believe how far white, but it's like you said, it's just been going mental. People have been going, been ringing me up, telling me a lot of my mates giving me stick about the kayak and all that. But I thought it was quite good. Could you be the new Vinnie Jones? Oh, I don't know. Where, where, where would you put me? Where would you cast me in King Gary on the street? What would I be? I think you'd have to. I think you've got a sort of cheeky, chappy sort of thing. I think a little Del Boy type character. Yeah, a little bit, maybe a car salesman. Yes, yes. Second-hand car dealer turns up on the street. That would be unbelievable. How did you get on with Ian Bill? Mate, he was blinding. I love, I loved him. Uh, do you know what I found on the set of EastEnders, right? So, obviously, I watched it. You know, everyone back in the 80s and 90s watched it. And when you go on it, it's like everything's like three quarters of size. Have you been on there? I couldn't believe it. I felt like a giant big man. I felt like you must feel walking into a normal room. I was like, That's just my life, Joe. Just because it's all made for TV, ain't it? I was, I was brilliant. And and the chip shop obviously isn't real because I was expecting to go in and get a cod and chips or something after me after me acting, but it was good. So Joe, I played uh, in one of those celebrity games. I played with Ian Bill, yeah. right? And uh, I was playing at the back with uh, I think it was Steve Walsh and Matty Elliott, and uh, yeah. Ian Bill was playing as the holding midfielder. <laughs> and throughout the whole of the game, right, I'm going, Ian, Ian, pass me the ball, pass the ball in. And he's turned down, he goes, my name is Adam, my name's Adam. And I'm like, Ian, Ian, pass the ball. And he goes, my fucking name is Adam, would you? I went, mate, you've been Ian Bill longer and I've been fucking Tom Davis. Get over it, son. Bizarre, man. Bizarre, man. So we're not in the studio uh, today, Joe. I'm slightly gutted, but uh, very gutted not to see you in, in reality. But uh, that was down to my... my Bad of I, I I was in contact with someone who's who's had COVID, so right. I've had to sort of slip away, Joe, and had to do the the fucking quarantine thing. And playing Man, golf is... as well was the most annoying thing. I went for a pint after, and then he texted me and went, "Oh, I'm, I've tested positive." Oh, and I'm mate, like, Edison. mate. But I, right now, they're the breaks for a game of golf. I do most anything. I know, I know, I know. Listen, you go, you're doing the right thing, mate. As much as I miss you, I, I enjoyed that in the studio last week. It was lovely. It was lovely, wasn't it? And you know, we stayed for an hour after, had a couple of coffees. Yeah, good. it was good, wasn't it? Hey, like, actually, I was looking at it uh, in the studio. I was like, you know, all very sort of very Shoreditchy. Yeah. You know, all very, everyone with the tight jeans and the, the, the nice beards and all that. Joe, uh, mate, don't. You turned out in a little tight pair of jeggings. Wait, that's just, <laughs> that's just good living, mate. They weren't tight when I bought them. 
Mate, I'm waiting for that Hoxton beard. Listen, I'm going to bring in a friend of ours, an absolute G, one of my guys. I love this man. He's an absolute legend. Five Premier League titles, two Champions League, League titles, 232 appearances for Man United over 15 years. It's my guy, Mr. Wes Brown. Yes, Wes. Tom, can I just say I miss you as well? I love you, mate. I miss you, mate. <laughs> Genuinely, <laughs> you were like a shining light of every day of Soccer Aid. I would like, I'd literally be like, I just love chatting to you, bro. You are just a legend to be around. <laughs> like, like a pitch legend. Loved you as a player. But just, like, yeah, everything that you want a footballer to be, I'd say. You were just, like, a great and funny man. Just a good guy to be hey, around. It was a good few days, on it? Good few oh, days. I loved it. Mm. Did you feel after both of you, like, I felt a bit like I'd been on a re- I felt like, you know, when you went on your first lad's holidays. And then afterwards, yeah. I came back. And I was just walking around the house and my wife was like, are you going to be, how long are you going to be so sad? Yeah. Are you going to be walking down with your head down? <laughs> You're like... sitting there drinking that cup of tea thinking, oh, this time last week, oh my God. <laughs> you know Great, this mean? time last week, I was knocking a header past Wes Brown. <laughs> loses me at hey, the front post. Very good. Do you like how I let you do that? <laughs> no, no. Mate, 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 mate. Don't, don't, don't. There ain't a long I, list. There I, ain't a long list, Tom. That's the best in the air, I tell you, mate. Brownie, Brownie, right? I've got a lot of good things that have happened to me in my life, but I've driven everyone crazy about literally. Yeah, yeah. So, where's Brown? I've just slipped and lost him. But don't say it's I let my you mates did. will. <laughs> you did, mate. You did. How are you? You well, though? You keeping well? Yeah, not too bad. Uh, obviously, it's different tiers everywhere, isn't it? So. Bit like you staying in most of the time. It's a bit, bit of a nightmare, isn't it? Are you still? Uh, have you been getting? Have you been at like getting to the games at all? As any sort of like? Yeah, so I do most of the games for the club, you know. So whether it's home or away, I'm at Old Trafford. So obviously we get to when they're at home, you can see it. So it's um, been a bit a few up and downs, hasn't it? Champions League was disappointing. Yeah. How do you find it? Because you're in the same situation as me. When you when you, you you're commentating or analysing your old team your old teammates the manager it's very it's sometimes I find it very it's difficult it's different for me with Chelsea and Frank because he's doing so well so yeah. it's an easy job at the moment but mm. with Ole like you said he's up and down yeah. and your job's to really break it down I mean it must I, I, I found it quite difficult last season at times when it wasn't going so well for Chelsea but yeah. you've got to say it as you see it haven't you yeah you have mate and in the Champions League we've not we've not really been up to the task of him being honest we won the first two you get to off to a good start you get to nine points and then you lose the last two. Do you know what I mean? You only need a point. Yeah. So it's, it's difficult. You're doing better in the league, if I'm being honest, lads. Uh, but we're letting in a lot of early goals at the moment. And we just have, we're always fighting to get back. To, do you know what I mean? Fighting to get back into the game. It's, and it's just frustrating. Because when we play well, we play well. Do you know what I mean? We're a threat. Yeah. Yeah. That second half of the week, I mean, it was such a game of, of two halves, wasn't it? At the weekend there. Yeah, I, I mean, mean... What was you thinking about that, Tom? I was gutted if I'm like, you know, I came on here. I thought first half we played, I thought we played great. I thought Bowen was, was looked incredible. I, you know, it's ifs and buts this game in it. I thought if Antonio was playing, I think we probably would have scored a couple more. I, I felt for Seb Haller. I thought, yeah. you know, that, that chance he missed there. But you, you just know, I've been a football fan long enough know, to, to know if you don't do that against United, never mind where United are. The players you, I thought, Second half, I thought Fernandez. I think he's another level as a player that geezer. Yeah, but I thought Rashford was just watching that. Just the way that guy. I mean, it, I, it's, it's a weird thing to say about him. I think he's still such an underrated player because watching mm. him, the way he makes space for himself across the, our back, our back line has been incredible this season. You look at the results we've had, the places we've gone and got results. Rashford buoyed us. He, mm. he literally was finding those little pockets. For me, Abonya has been. A, 
quality player for us. And yeah, it's and I thought, man, I I don't know whether it's going to be Ollie there or what, but you think of Greenwood and Rashford, man. Mm. Even as an England fan, yeah. when they were linking up mm. that second half, they looked incredible, Green, right? Greenwood's he's still young, but when you watch him, he's probably a bit more natural than most of him, you know. Honestly, yeah. with mm. his touches and finishes, I know he's young and he's got to learn still. Uh, but you can see he's, he's improved so much already than when he first started. And Rashford, for me, is just... I would have hate Mark, marking him. I would have hated it. Because he's always a threat, yeah. isn't he? He's always on the half yeah, turn. Yeah. Always looking yeah. to get behind yeah. his first touch. He just runs at you. So, yeah, I mean... And, and then Bruno, like you said, he's been the outstanding person for myself. I mean... It's hard just looking at it. Every week he keeps doing the same thing. Do you know what I mean? And he's one of them as well where sometimes he's not playing too well, but he'll still get one of them passes in that sort yeah. Do you know what I mean? So you need them. It's a weird one as well because when I watch the team, and, and I think the, the big thing for me anyway with United, and I think especially in that in that first half against us, was just at the back. You look along that back four. I thought uh, Basako, I thought like, you know, his tackle in that first half on Bowen was incredible because mm. he, he's got that sort of Kyle Walker, he can get you out of trouble, his paces, and, you know, he's a good tackler of the ball. But when you watch that, Wes, and, and you as a player, I think, you know, we talked about it a bit and what a good player you were. And when you look at that back line, what, what do you think of who it needs and what it needs? Yeah, I mean, it's, we're letting in goals, aren't we? I think, first of all, for defenders, I all, listen, I was, especially early on in my career, I was good, but I always lost concentration. Probably yeah. because I thought it was a bit too quick, Joe. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah, I, I could yeah. recover. So you could give yeah, someone yeah. five yards. Do you know what I mean? But yeah. you could recover. Um, and the manager always used to get on about it every time. I don't care if this is an easy game today. I want you closer. I want you doing things properly. I don't want you doing it slow. And I just think sometimes we drop off. Mm. And we're not as physical as we can be. Do you know, like, first 20 minutes yeah. on people, touch tight, uh, making yeah. sure you know they're there. Um, and I just feel sometimes we give them a little bit to people a bit too much room early on gives them a yeah. bit of excitement yeah. do you know what I mean it makes the shy yeah. think he's going to have a good game I can't accept that do you know what I mean yeah I mean I, I think historically with Man United you've always like because you've always had great defenders yourself Vidic Ferdinand Evra like great great Gary Neville Philip Neville like all great players. so I always found when we played against you you was comfortable because you was all good you was comfortable leaving your one-on-one, but I think this United team, Wes, mm. I don't know what you think, but I think when they play McTominay and Fred in there, they need to have two in front of them at the moment. They need mm. a bit of looking after, like the two holding midfielders. Yeah, You've got the front, you've got the front boys that can score goals. But, you know, traditionally United were like that, so exciting, weren't they? And you sort of, you threw the boys forward and you boys would just deal with it. You play high on the halfway line, you had mm. pace, Rio, you know, it, it was so, I, I ain't been critical of Ali, but I just think that they're not, you can't compare them Let's let's talk about that 2008, 2000, uh, sorry, 2007, 2008 season between you both. Like, Wes, you were a fixture of the United side like that 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 year, right? You were playing, and your yeah. Champions League final, you played against each other, right? Joe, how was that playing against Wes? Yeah, it's a, like Wes is Wes was always a nightmare to play. Wes is a proper defender, like you know, you know, he's talking about he likes to be aggressive, mate, and he was he was so aggressive. Like when it there wasn't many times actually we played directly against him because. You know, I, I sort of, Wes played sometimes central defence and then sometimes right back. I played for Chelsea predominantly on the right and for West Ham predominantly centre mid. So, like, but playing against him and in that Champions League final, he actually put a cross in for Ronaldo's goal, right? So we're working on all week, you know, to take, like, listen, Tevez, Rooney, Ronaldo, Skulls, like, and you, you sort of like, 
right, Wes is there, right back. And it, and it was Wes that done a bit, just Did dropped it? it over on Ronaldo's head and he just back, like one nil down after 20 minutes. Do you know that was the plan, Joe? That, that was, was the plan. plan I'm telling was you. Was <laughs> that the plan genuinely, Brownie? He's out tactic, thus. <laughs> everyone's going to be, everyone's gonna be tight. Two on Ronaldo. One on Tevez. Maybe two on Rooney. Got to get yeah. two skulls quick. Yeah, Wes can have the yeah. ball for a couple of seconds extra. So give it to Wes. He'll whip it in with his left and Ronnie will head it. Simple. <laughs> you know what, mate? You know what? But, like, but that's it. Like, that United had quality everywhere. Like, you can't give Wes time on the yeah, ball. He'll pick something similar out. And Was that the best team you played against? That's the best team I've played against in the league. Uh, and I'd, it'd be interesting to get Wes's thoughts on this because Wes is interesting situation because he transfers the sort of the 90s team, which a lot yeah. of people said, the team that won the Champions League in 99 was the greatest United team. But that, I played against them as well. And I think the team in 2008 was better because I thought, when, when, when did you have the best player in the world at the time playing for United? Ronaldo plus Tevez, the greatest goal scorer United. They was a team, mate. They, they was, we was a very good side. We was the top side, but they was, they was a top, top side as well. I, I think both teams were unbelievable. Honestly, all season, yeah. all you do is straight away you see Chelsea win and you okay, they won again. Yeah. You know what I mean? We yeah. win, they'll win. So, okay, we just got... Yeah. So, the battle was unbelievable. Mind games. And it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's what you want to be involved in because you, you both know you're good teams. That's the first thing. Uh, and the head-to-heads were incredible. Do you know what I mean? I think yeah. he was had those on, on the head-to-heads, to be fair. Um but that final, like everyone, like you've just said, which team is the best? And I'm not going to lie, I I have to go on who did it and who didn't. Now, we got beat in the FA Cup uh, at Portsmouth, mm. and it killed us. We absolutely battered Portsmouth, but we got beat. So we didn't manage to do the treble, whereas the 99 team has. If you were asking me which team would win if we both played against each other, I'm telling you. The, the, the 08 team was legendary, mate. To keep yeah. that team yeah. for the two, three years that we did was incredible from the manager. Um, because yeah, you yeah, couldn't yeah. keep everybody happy. Do you know what I mean? Whenever you played them, they were just they were just on it. It was like yeah. it was a ple- it was a pleasure to play against them. You know, I don't want to get a love him because we hated him at the time, yeah. and I'm sure yeah, they yeah. hated us. And the rivalry was intense. But uh, when you look back now and you think to yourself, I've sh- shared the pitch with all them great players and competed. You know, we won titles. They won titles. You know. It was a it was a real strong era, and I, I'd back that United team against this current uh, Liverpool side that won the league, or the, the great Man City sides we've seen over the last previous you know four or five years. I, I think that was an unbelievable side. So in that final Champions League final, I mean, the biggest game in club football, right? Goes to penalties. Both of you get taken off, right? How do you feel about Wes when you're getting taken off? Were you injured, Wes? Weren't you? Wasn't injured. This was after two minutes before the end of the game, after extra time. And I'm not going to lie, because it starts creeping in your head, doesn't it, Joe? Penalties, yeah. penalties. Yeah. And you know it's going to happen because no one was giving anything away. And as soon as I walked off, I thought I'd be fine. And the relief was a joke. I was like... <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, it was hot. I was thinking, was I that tense thinking about it? Do you know what you get off? You're like, and yeah. then you're panicking for the other lads. But the relief, yeah. I must have been so... Yeah. In my, you know, conscience in my head thinking... Got to, I'm, I'm going to be like ninth, tenth, but you know you might have to get up like. Da, 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 yeah. They're the hard, they're, they're the toughest ones, ninth, yeah. tenth, right? Yeah, but luckily you brought Anderson, and so the relief. I was panicking for the lads, but the, the, everything just left me, and I was like, oh god, do you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> weird, weird feeling. 
JC, what about you? I, I come off for an Elka. Uh, for that same reason? For the same reason. An Elka's a... Uh, he, he was a penalty taker, isn't he? He's, he? he's taken penalties all his career. But not like Wes, it wasn't on my... I don't ever remember being on my mind. Do you know what I mean? I, wouldn't have, I think I would have been... The, the penalty that Anelka took would have been my number, number six, yeah. I think it was. So, I, I, you know, because we had, we had Balak, Lampard, Ashley Coles take, takes penalties, uh, Drogba, but he got sent off. So I, I don't know how the numbers added up. I can't even remember, but I would have been, I, w- I wouldn't say it was relief. I, I was just because I think as an attacker, you're always thinking, if I stay on the pitch here, I might be able to do something and we could win the game last minute. Yeah. So, but yeah, it was a horror. Listen, me and Wes have got very different views of that night. It's probably the lo- second lowest night. So, so uh, that night was bad, mate. It was bad. I'm sure Wes had a great night, but um... I had a fantastic night too. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> how was? Because that was the JT night, right? So how was? Yeah, he must have, that must have been. Mate, a... He's never. I've never seen. I've never seen JT miss a penalty in training or games. Before I that. say that to everyone, Joe. That like England he used to yeah. bang him away with his pretty easy <sighs> side foot behind the yeah. corner. Yeah, I think with these things, Wes with his games, uh, and this is where I've come to terms with it as I've finished, I think things like this are written in the stars, you know, and it just was meant to be around United that night, you know, and, and that was it. There was nothing in it between the two teams. Yep. Two great teams, respectful of each other. would beat them in the cup final the year before in the FA Cup final, and it was just written in the stars that that was their, their destiny. And Chelsea went and done it in 2012, five years later, in a yeah. game where it, you have to say that was in Chelsea's destiny because... You know, I think had two shots on target all night, or one shot on target. You know, so it's just, just, just it was United's night. When yeah. you look at that as well, Wes, and you think like, because like this this week watching Ronaldo versus Messi, and you know, what what is for both of you like? You know, Joe is an attacking player who's played against them both, and and Wes, you played with Ronaldo, and you look at them both now, and you think, you know, enjoy. Like, I just sat and watched that game, thinking, how many more of these has we got? Like, we've got to enjoy mm. these incredible moments with two of the greatest players. How was that, though, when Ronaldo first signed Wes? Do you remember like, him first coming to the team? What was he like as a yeah, guy? Yeah, I think I was one of the first ones to meet him, to be fair. He had some weird jumper on. You know, mm. he, wasn't, he wasn't as big. Some weird hairstyle. But uh, you could see straight away his work rate. Do you know what I mean? Because he was very raw. Do you know what I mean, Joe? Very raw. Mm, yeah. And um, he worked every day. I know you've we all heard the stories. He worked every day. And you used to think, well, yeah, look at this kid there. Uh, but it's good because he wants to do well for the team. And, yeah, yeah. and you yeah, know yeah. what it's like. You sign for Man United, it can be difficult, especially as an attacking player. People want to see something straight away. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And he was never shy to show off his skills. That's one thing yeah. I do rate about him. Because sometimes when you get a young kid coming in, you can get some, and they start doing all these tricks. You get some of the seniors, especially if they start losing it, pass the ball, stop, stop doing all that. He, he didn't even listen to none of that. He just kept doing it. And at the beginning, he probably yeah. did too much. Yeah. yeah, like he get past the man, he go to cross it, chop again, and you'd be like, "Run it, just cross the ball." Do you know what I mean? Then he try and do him yeah, again, yeah. and then just like that, he worked out how to punish people, and that was it. But score as yeah, well, yeah, yeah. and you've yeah. got to give, you've got to give him credit for that because it's incredible. His scoring ratio is just yeah. unreal. Both yeah. of them, yeah, both of them, yeah. What Ronaldo, I think, has got more than any, more than much more than me, but much more than any other player is this like where's it that mindset of just you know, he was just relentless when he like, he was, and he was the first one, Tom, Wes might be able to actually, you know, like private chef, private trainer, private physio, he see that, you know, I was, you know, I was still like at Saturday night, Sunday night, you know, eating. I didn't understand what good 
eating was, good living was. I wasn't, I was just doing whatever all the other footballers around me yeah. did. Whereas Ronaldo come in like four or five years after it and, and he, he hit it early and he, he just, like I said, he come back from the 2006 World Cup and he come back an absolute monster. He, yeah. I don't know what he done that summer, man, but he was just different level when he come back. And he was just, yeah, he's, he's been, exa- he's an example to any young, young kid who wants to get the best out of their ability. When you watched him, Wes, did you think at that point when he came through and, uh, you know, we, you know, you, you, the list is long of the legends you played with. Do you mm. know what I mean? And me and you talked about it for a long time when we were, were at Soccer. But did you look at Ronaldo from that? What, what point did you look at him and think this guy could go on to be the best player in the world? You know what? You see it in training first, Tom. And what I mean by that is when you've got, Sort of our standard players, and when we, you know, what it's like Joe. When you train, it's, every, it's everything's rapid, it's quick, yeah. like nothing's slow in training. It's all like do 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 do, because you take that into the game, and teams can't handle with it. I remember people getting tight to Ronaldo, hitting him, Kino smashing him. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. First thing I thought, wow, this guy's brave because he just gets up, he doesn't sulk, he just get up, yeah. and they do the same thing again, yeah. at the same pace, same speed. Um, yeah. So after a few weeks or a few months, you're like, yeah, I like this guy. Do you know what I mean? Because he just yeah. Yeah, keep he's trying to he's not bothered. And me hit me tackling him hasn't phased him at all. He's mm. he's doing the same thing again. He's still turning, looking at me and attacking me. Now they're the sort of players you want on your pitch. You know what I mean? But he must have had this mindset where it doesn't matter how many times I go down, I'm just going to keep. I've got to keep going. Got to keep yeah. going. Yeah, and that's what you got to love about him. Yeah, you know, uh, talk about that—the speed of the game. I always, I always enjoyed that. Like, I think it was a bit sort of a, a sort of not nasty of me, but when <laughs> when players used to come with England and they used to come, and you know, them lads like used to come into the squad and like they 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 maybe like they've had a few good games for their team and they're bigging themselves up, come to England squad, and they go the first few sessions of England and the lads would hit the pedal running, like the ball be yeah. moving, and you'd see their their faces like, going, what's going on here? Like, I've never seen the ball move that quick. You know, like the levels. I like letting people know the levels, and that's what it was like. Yeah. I see a few of them coming in. I wouldn't have never named names, but, and they were just like, wow, <laughs> this is this. You know hey, what I mean? Whereas, then we get a circle, and like the lads just get pinged around in the... Oh. You think, people think England's like relaxed, but because you want to play, everything yeah. is quicker, even a touch quicker than your club, because you sort of go yeah. there... And it was a few times, obviously when I retired in, when I got to about 30, I was so happy, Joe, because that took so much energy from me going into them England trip because yeah, it took yeah. so much out of you. You just yeah. needed a rest, but it, yeah. it, was, it was it was rapid. It was rapid and people, especially coming in for the first time, would sit down at, lunch, at dinner or lunch and be like, yo. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to go, I got to go, all right, all right, all right geez, how, how was you today? And they'd be like, that was quick. <laughs> I'm going, I'm going to sleep at half seven. Yeah. And, but the first time you see that level of speed, the way the ball's moving and how technical everyone is, you just take you a little bit of time to adjust. And the good players adjust. And the ones who just are not capable of doing it, they end up playing two, three times and then mm. you don't see them again. Do yeah. you know what I mean? So um, it is levels, you know, but you have to give yourself time to just take a breather. I used to go to the squad and just train because I didn't play that often. For about, for about 12 years I did it. <laughs> I used to get back to United like that. <laughs> I mean, Wes, to be fair to you, like you look at that side, right? That at that time in England, you probably had the best centre backs, oh, was... arguably ever that England. We had a hot time, you know, hot time of centre backs. Yeah. Well, when I started, Tom, Tom, can I just Wes? Sorry, can I yeah. just jump in? Because um, I want to ask Wes because Wes had a lot of injuries as well. 
how would you have fared, Wes, if you'd have had like, you know, someone like, like someone like JT or Rio didn't really pick up injuries in their younger career. Did, mm. did you, cause I, for me, you was every bit as good as them boys. And I just think you just missed a lot of football in your younger age, didn't you? Yeah, hundred percent. It's a tough one because when you get injured with, um, ACLs so young, mm. Yeah. You're just worried, aren't you? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It takes a little bit from you. My first one was 19, um, straight after Champions League. Yeah. And then it's, it's a weird one, Joe, because you get to the surgeon at the time. And obviously, it's a lot more advanced now. But even yeah. then, it was still good. And you get in there, you, you're having your... Just before you're about to go in for operation, the surgeon goes, oh, just so you know, you need to sign this so if it doesn't work, we're not... Oh, God, I was yeah. like, oh. Jeez, like, You're like, oh. This is about to go under. And you're just thinking, oh my God. Never been injured before. So when you're injured like that, especially a long injury, a long-term injury, you have to process it as well. Do you know what I mean? Because for the first two months when you're not really doing much, you're fine. But it's after that. Yeah. It's after that that's mm. the struggle because yeah. you've then got, like we just talked about Ronaldo, you've got to change how you eat, change how you prepare for yourself. Do you know what? Mentally yeah. get stronger because... You can't do certain things now that you used to be able to do. Yeah, and you, 100%. And, do you know what I mean? Luckily, I was probably young enough, so I didn't lose much pace. Don't yeah. get me wrong. I think later on, it catches up. Um, it, it, it takes its toll later on, doesn't it? Yeah. And then I did my second one three years later on my other leg. So mm. it was just like, oh. So it can, mentally, it can, it can hurt a bit. And I know that people, fans especially, don't see that side of it, but it's tough. It's, t- it's a tough one. When you're out yeah. for like eight, nine months each time. Yeah, mate, I've done mine at 29, my AC, and the way I played was, you know, like looking back now, at the time I wouldn't accept it, again, going back to the ignorance, but it took something away from my game, you know, like the twisting and turning and, and the mindset, you know, and, and mine had a successful operation, like mine was fine, like I can still play football now, Sunday league and things like that, it's not a problem, but... Um, it does take something. And, and for Wes to have the great career he had, having done his ACLs, two ACLs, like reasonably early on in his career, is like a credit, man. It just shows the level. Same as like Woodgate's. If you would have yeah. lined up Rio, JT, Wes, Woodgate and Ledley King at the ages of 20, there was no difference. It was like, if you had all, that, if you had that five... same age, but it was oh, all good. There were so yeah. many of Unbelievable players. It was, players. There, it was a, like, like players a load well. of them. Yeah, and that's, and that's without saying the older ones, Joe. You know what I mean? You still yeah. had your Keowns, your Southgates, your yeah. Sol Campbells. Do you know what yeah. I mean? So there was there was a lot of people there. So getting on to the big game, right, Wes, this weekend. Mm. It's, I mean, you played in a number of these. And obviously, you. what I love about your career is well, you played in these from... You, you'd have played against City before they were the Man City that we know now. Yeah, I played at City against my, my main road. So these these games are proper, man. Do you know what? It's, I don't know if it's the rivalry like, say, Arsenal, Tottenham, because there's a bit of love there as well, because I've got loads of friends that are City fans. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Uh, but it's just one. It, it was one of them. It didn't matter. We were, back in the day, we were probably ahead of them most time. But I tell you what, it doesn't matter where they would be in the league, they'd turn up. And that's what I love about it. Because I remember a game you played against them and uh, it was before... Or was it around a time when and Sean Goater played and they beat you? I can't, I can't remember the Big season. Goat. Yeah, the goat, mm. and it was. But you just saw City at the time just show up. I mean, we go into this game like now, this City, City United game. I mean, it, it is a complete turnaround. How was it? Firstly, when when City or City, this transition came and Joe, you were, you had a similar thing really because you joined Chelsea as that all changed. But how in your head was it, Wes? Because you were like 
this is United, United in their pomp. And all of a sudden, you know, the Tevez saga, Tevez goes to City, mm. you know, and, and you've got these noisy neighbours. How did you find that? It was fine because I knew I'd be retired before they started, get, uh, they started getting on top. <laughs> I love you, Wes. <laughs> Do you know what? But I like it. Do you know when they started doing it? Even being honest, I was like, yeah, I like, I like it personally because it makes yeah. it more interesting. It makes the two teams on a more of a power level. Do you know what yeah. I mean? So the games are going to be better. There's going to be more talk about it. Playing in one of them, I would have loved it. Do you know yeah. what I mean? I, I sort of just missed when they got really good. I know Tevez went, but then I moved. I left and I went to Sunderland. So I missed the sort of really big games. you know what I mean? And that season, especially when um, City won the league yeah. on the last day. You all know about that one. Uh, United actually played Sunderland that, that day. Yeah. Finished yeah. about two minutes before. So at that time, they were actually winning the league. So we were there. So then, I, that's the day I knew. Like this is just it's got prop, it's got proper now. Looking at this Manchester derby, uh, mm. Wes, like I mean, personally, like as soon as I see Paul Pogba against West Ham, I'm like I, I had a bet on straight away. I knew he was going to score because he always scores again. He just does against us. But I thought, I mean, the goal, whatever we say about that, that we're not going to get into that because we've already I've all cried my tears. But the finish was saying else. And mm. Paul Pogba for me, I've I, a couple of years ago I went and watched him. Uh, for France, when France were, when Payet was playing and they won that year, it was incredible. I, I was lucky enough to go and watch that side and watching him in that game for France, I was, mm. he, he run things. He was just incredible. Like, was he, was he a young player? He'd have been a young player, wouldn't he, when you were there? Yeah, he was there when I was there. Brilliant, he was. You know, this young, big, tall, strong lad, had great feet, um, good going forward, fish, fish, you know, good. He was, he had a good ability to see passes. And normally, when you, you see a young lad like that, um, they don't have everything at once. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm. But he had he had a pretty much a bit of everything. Yeah. Um, and he was it was we it was it was a bit sad really because he just started training with us um, before we left to go Juventus. Now, when you look at it, and, and like it's come out this week, his agent as, as agents tend to saying he wants to leave, he wants to go. Mm. I mean, firstly, Wes and, and Joe, do you think when you look at him as a United player, you think? Like, you know, he's not, he probably hasn't fulfilled, you know, the potential he's got, you know. Secondly, do you think, how, how, how committed do you think he's been to the club? And do you think he's always had his eye sort of like on something else? I mean, what's your feeling there? Yeah, maybe. But at the same time, I think, first of all, we, you have to, I think no one will disagree that he's not a good player. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I, not yeah. even United fans <laughs> don't think that. But at the same time, it has just not worked out. Like, the consistency's not been there. I think at the beginning, uh, you know, I just think it was a lack of effort. I don't know. Do you know what I mean? I mean, don't yeah. get me wrong. His agent doesn't help situations. Yeah, do what do you think I mean? of his agent, Wes? Like, I, mean, I, think, I, I personally think that's the problem. Like, you've got these people like him. Yeah, it doesn't It doesn't help it doesn't help the situation at all, does it? Because them yeah. sort of things, as you know, Joe, should be, be behind closed doors. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because everyone will just get on it. The press get on it. And then yeah. the questions are all about that. And listen, we all know Paul Pogba is a massive name in football, world football. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And that's why this is happening. But at the same time, sometimes you just got to get your head down and get into it. You know what? You know mm. what I mean? You've got to work, especially in things that you're not in a team. And listen, he, he, he doesn't necessarily start now, but when he comes on, he plays well. So you're half yeah, thinking, yeah, yeah. oh, maybe he, if he gets back on it, he'll be starting again. Do you know what I mean? But Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, but, do you know what would have been interesting, Wes? Like, 
in this era, like having Fergie, I'd love to see Fergie and that Raiola in an interview, like a, ne- a oh. negotiations with Pogba. Imagine that. That's that. That would be TV I, gold. Imagine that documentary. I would buy a ticket. I would buy a, ticket, would buy a ticket. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because this is this new breed of of super agent that are just like yeah. it's just, like you see him on the on the radio and on the thing. Do you know what I mean? And you're like, it, it's it's heartbreaking because Paul Pogba. You know, he, he, I don't know the lad. You hear good things about him. He's a nice lad. Like, he's a nice lad, Joe. And then he's, he's, there's this storm being whipped up around him all the time. And you just want to grab him. If I was manager, I want to get him and just say, listen, just just put all that to the side. Yeah. Training starts at 10.30 to 12.30 every day. Apply yourself right. Do that right. How you live is how you live. Mm. Come Saturday at 3 o'clock, you be on it. Because if you're on it, you're one of the best midfielders in the world. And yeah. then... Gradually, as the months and weeks will go on, he'll, he'll establish himself and get stronger, get, and then he'll start performing. And he could have been a great, a United great. He could have stood mm. shoulder to shoulder with all of the, the boys that Wes played with because of his ability. But I just think he's got this perpetual thing behind him uh, with his agent, just 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 causing aggro. You know, you know, with with the constant, the, the, the goal is always to make more money. You know what I mean? And how much more money does 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 he need? Yeah, that's what it seems like. I mean. Paul could have easily come here, cracked down. Um, and I know, don't get me wrong, like we've just talked about, there's all of the things that go on in football now. A yeah. lot of the lads, yeah. social media, what they do outside. Yeah. Listen, that's all part and parcel of football. It always has been. It's just got a little bit different. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah. Paul, does I don't think, gets any help when his agent comes out with things like that. Do you know what I mean? No. Because regardless how big in football you are, you can see the pressure there a little bit. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. The, yeah, the, yeah. the clubs he's been linked with, and you can see, like, the odds, like, just looking at the, the odds that Coral have put out, Real Madrid at 9-4, Paris Saint-Germain, like, 4-1, to one, Man City, 25-1, to one, that'd be a killer. Tom, could I stop you there for a... Sorry, sorry, could I stop you there? Because like, right? I think that's important, because if I'm on the board or a manager of any of them clubs, and yeah. he talks about Paul Pogba, I'm saying to you, it ain't, the, the juice ain't worth the squeeze here. What happens after six months when his agent buys another, another move? That's a hell of a just, just dropping lyrical bombs every day. Right, I'll tell you <laughs> um, what, mate. Actor, poet, pundit. <laughs> <laughs> no, because, no, and my mindset is, we're sitting there, you, you look at all the things he does on the pitch and it's unquestionable, he's a talented, he's a real talent. And you think, right, you, you try and build a team around a player like that because he's going to cost big money. Yeah. Six months down the line, his agent... Eyes a little um, another move to PSG with another little lump of money in his pocket, and then the same things start. You know, the manager leaves him out of a game just to give him a little g up, and then it becomes a big storm. It's like, yeah, I just I think the the agent's the problem. Wes, what do you think is going to happen there? Yeah, I think I think it's time's passed, Tom. Do you know what I mean? And uh, don't get me wrong, I think it'll have to be the right deal. Uh, but if he's not playing. Listen, someone like Paul Pogba, who's not going to be playing every week in, week out, ultimately, he, he should, you know, ask why not and probably want to leave anyway. Uh, yeah. mm. But you have to you have to put it in perspective. Marketable people, he's still top ten. Yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's top, top five as, so, as someone who's going to yeah, sell shirts I mean. for your top club. Top five. Top five. So what I'm saying is he won't have a problem with the move. No. Um, and that's maybe what hasn't helped. Does that make sense? I look at it as a bit, and like we'll, we'll finish. Like, I just want to get both your opinion on it. I look at it as a fan, right? And it, I can only look at it as that. I look number one, and you made a good point earlier, Wes. And like, I don't think I think you'd be insane as anyone who knows anything about football not to see what an amazing player and what talent Paul Pogba. Yeah. Pogba. But as a pa- okay. fan who for like 
25 years have turned up at football and paid my money to go and watch some. When you say, when that word of like effort isn't used, and I think both you two as players, you could always see you, the effort you put in. Does that infuriate you at all as an ex-pro? Don't think that's the issue. I don't think it's ever. I think it's a mindset thing with Pogba. I think, you know, like you said, I think, and I think yeah, that comes from being destabled and unsettled. I just think my, my advice would be to him, he's an old enough lad now. He's an established world-class player. Yeah. Sit your agent down and say, listen, if you want to stay at United, say, listen, I, I'm not, I agree with Rez. I think it's time's done, but where, whatever he's next move, sit down and say, listen, keep, I'll call you when I need a contract negotiation. Leave this to me and my team and go and be a leader in whatever dressing room you are and, yeah. and drive that team forward. Because he's got the ability to do that. But he's constantly, it seems like, he, like, like you said at the start of it, Tom, his eyes are looking sideways. Like, well, well, he has three or four games. Then he'd be like, oh, maybe I can go and play for Real Madrid. You know, just focus on your team. You're at Man United. That's an yeah. amazing place to play your football. Just just concentrate on that. If you look back at the teams we've had, you've got class players. We talk about players, um, how they yeah. play first. We'll, we'll start with Bex, Giggsy, Skulls, Keane. we we'll do that midfield mm. there. Yeah. I'm telling you now, if they get any sort of ability, they would run harder, yeah. more effort. Um, they'd be getting in people's faces, even before Bex has tried to whip one in. Do you know what I mean? They make it mm. concrete first that we're... We're going to put more into this than use lot. And that's why we're going to yeah. win the game first of all. And then the class will come out. Then the talent yeah, comes yeah. out. And I just think we, we lack a bit of that. So, Wes, if you want to see a bit of talent, mate, if you want to see something a little bit special, we've just got a little break now. And Joe Cole is going to do uh, the fan of the year, Joe. You smashed it last last week. You, you good today? Big man, it's easy. Every week they give out a grand in prizes to a great fan. Shearer picks them. You can nominate someone or yourself at footballfanoftheyear.co.uk. And at the end of the year, the winners go into the draw for £10,000. Sorted. You're listening to All to Play For with Coral and Joe. Oh, I've just smashed it. I've just done it in one, surely. Well done, JC. Incredible stuff again, mate. That was, yeah, i tell you what, man. You're, you're vastly becoming the best reader I know. You're... Oh. Yeah. Big news, mate. That's big. I'm not even the best reader in my house. I'm about third or fourth place. I've got a 10-year-old, an 8-year-old, and a (laughs) 5-year-old. Right. Let's talk now Everton and Chelsea. Big, big game. I mean, Everton wills have slightly come off. They're not... I thought early on, I thought, you know, I think this season, I think it's going to be an incredible set. I think someone mad might win the league. I think it's going to be ups and downs. It feels like last couple of years, obviously, City, Liverpool, whatever... It feels it could go each and every way. Everton, Chelsea. You, what? I mean, you've worked, you've played for Ancelotti. What, are your, what yeah. are your memories of him as a manager? Uh, I, I love Carlo. <clears throat> first, the first week he invited all the lads out for a, a meal in Chelsea, Italian meal. I, I I I arrived late, like I did for this podcast. Again, so sorry. Like so, there's one seat next. So Wes will tell you that the one seat left is next to the new gaffer as I've walked in. And everyone's sitting there with their mineral waters and that. And I've thought, oh, so, oh sorry, I'm, I'm late. So I've gone and sat next to Carlo at the table. And it's nervous because the new gaffer, he's a legend, he's coming in. What's he like? And he's just handed me a little grappa. You know the little Italian shots yeah, yeah, early yeah. on in the mill. So I thought, oh, this is a test here, man. He's seeing if I'm a boozer or not. But I thought, if I, does he, I thought, oh, I just have one night. And I've just, me and him have done the grappa. Bang. Oh, the lad's looking like, What's going on here? By the end of the, by the, we done about a bottle of, bottle of grappa, me and him by the end of the meal. Like, and he, he just loved it, mate. He was just one of the lads. Like, and then the lads all relaxed, like, had their glasses of wine. 
and I, he's just the best man manager I've ever I've ever had. He was brilliant. I, I he was fun. He, he communicated well. And where's it all? I went in for a little operation on my knee, and just before I was going down to the to the surgery, my dad passed me the phone, and it was Carlo on the phone. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And just that, he said, "Listen, don't worry." We'll wait for you. You're a good player. We, we, you know what I mean? Just that was just like, I thought that was class. Absolute yeah, yeah. class because he, he took the time out. And it might seem like a little thing to, to people at home, but to have a manager take the time out when he's, he's such a tough job. Yeah. Just to give you that ring just before you're going into surgery. Don't worry. And I was all like, you know what I mean? Just, he's just a class act. Absolute class. Act. And he didn't play me all the time. I got back from my knee injury. Uh, we won the double that year. Um, I played about 20, 30 games. I didn't get fit till November. Um, played me in the game at Old Trafford. Well, I don't know, in 2007, I think Wes would have been playing. Mm. And we won. We were terrible that day. We won. And we won. The, that was the game that won us the title. And uh, it was just, uh, he's just a great geezer. And you want him to do well. And, and everywhere you go, players, the players love him. He's just great, a great man manager. I can tell you something about what Joel's done in there. Like, he's, when you get managers like that, Tom, yeah, the respect is so much that when you go on that pitch, you will do anything for him. You will try and make sure everything's perfect for him. Do you know what I mean? You don't want to let him down um, because you respect him that much. Because, I mean, for you, Wes, I mean, you know, to be playing for, you know, arguably the greatest manager of all time in, in Alex Ferguson, you know, and you play for him for sort of his, you know, for his whole, pretty much his, you know, your whole career, yeah. you know, United was under Fergie, right? How was, I mean, that, that relationship with him must have been incredibly close, right? Yeah, it was good. It was funny. Uh, obviously, it changes because I've, I've known him since I was 13. So I'm a little kid. Um, and it changes as you go along. But um, he basically always told me the rules. Does that make yeah. sense? He always told me what was right, what wasn't right. And I like that about him because it's sometimes when you're a young kid, you can start doing the wrong things. You know what I mean? And I'm not just talking about football but outside yeah. of football as well. And he was always very good like that, even though you knew he was being serious. Because that, I mean, you know, obviously we had the hairdryer, you, you already hear those things. And, um, you know, when I was uh, when I was with you boys uh, and chatting to Fletcher, Darren Fletcher, who is an absolute legend, man, that guy. And, and it's like, were you and him, was there like, because you and Fletch came through, I mean, you had his, Fled, you know, the, the originals class of 92. <clears throat> But I guess you, you two, were you around the same time, you and Fletch? Yeah, so I was his, I was the gaffer's son before Fletch come. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> does that put on a lot of, does that hey, put pressure on? No, Fletch is the gaffer's son now, don't worry. He's Scottish, isn't he? Still. Yeah, he's yeah, Scottish yeah, yeah, now. Yeah. But uh, he was, he was so good with the young lads, honestly, because he made you understand that you were the big boys. Uh, but it doesn't matter about age, you know what I mean? You're here because yeah. you're good enough. And he always reminded you of that. So when your confidence was low, he'd remind you you're here for a reason. You're not just here because you turned up one day. You're a good footballer. Joe, when you look at Chelsea now, and we've talked a lot about Chelsea on, on, on this, but yeah. do you see that a little bit with Frank? Like, Frank's obviously played for, for a number of amazing managers, but obviously, you know, he, he seems like he really wants these, like, Mount, he's there to really say to Mount, you, you, you know, you're, you're, yeah. I took you to Derby. You know, do you think that he's got a little bit of that? Uh, listen, Frank's top class. And, and when Frank got the job, Tom, and people talking about lack of uh, experience, like what is experience, right? Because I was with Big Frank, his dad, on Thursday night. He's got a, he's got a pub in um, Wanstead. He, yeah. In a, a chat to him, Frank's been 
Frank's been the, getting experience on football since he was in nappies. Yeah. You know what I mean? His dad was telling me stories about how he used to, you know, to talk to him about the game as he was a kid. Do you know what I mean? So Frank is a football man. Yeah. Very much cut out the old school. Frank knows football. Frank knows footballers. He's managed Mason Mount fantastically. He's all of them young players. Fantastic. Frank, in 20 years' time, I firmly believe we'll be talking about Frank Lampard as a manager in the same way we're talking about your Jose's, your, your Fergie's. I know that's premature and be saying that, and I'm putting myself on the line here by saying it. I think he will be a top, top manager. Some managers, like I remember uh, I saw Sari working and um, at Chelsea because I was in the academy to train at the time, so I used to go over and watch him. And you talk about the warmness of Carlo Ancelotti and how, and, and, and how Ferguson was not necessarily warmness, but he, he connected with his players. And you see Sari. And there was such a disconnect with his players and the people around him. He was just a bit sort of um, arrogant. I think that's fair to mm. say. He come across as that. Maybe he is, maybe he isn't. But, you know, in terms of the people around him. But then I think Frank has got the the mindset of like a Ferguson. And Marie. He knows how to, to poke players in the right way. He's got, he knows when to be warm with players. I just think, and, and it's hard to quantify that as a skill attribute. You could do all the courses in the world, get as many licenses from as many different federations as you can. And I just think Frank's got that. I think he's got it. And I can see at Chelsea, similar to the way that I see it, you're United bred a certain type of player. Wes Brand, yeah. you know, Fletcher, the, the, the class of 92. Lovely fellas off the pitch, but on it, they was horrible bastards. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? And, 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 and that's good. That's what you want. But they had, they had new values. They had respectful you know, but and I can see that with Chelsea. I can see them players. They're, they're, they're lovely kids, well-respectful lads. But on it, you can see the drive and the meant to, to win. And that comes from Frank, but it also comes from the, how the club is at the moment. But talk and, and like when I look at you, look at Ancelotti, and you talk about people coming in who see, seemingly race someone's game. Like for me, Calvert Lewin this season feels like someone who, you know, a couple of years now I've watched him. Always thought he's a technically a good good player, and you know, maybe mm. not had the goals added those goals to his game. This season, it feels like he's he's a sort of di- he's just stepped up to this sort of a whole other level. Where, where so you think that's down to Ancelotti's management? I do do a, I do a little bit, and I think it's also the sort of clientele Ancelotti's brought in as well. You know, I think he's seen something in Calvert Lewin, and which other managers have seen before. But I think he's matured this a lot more this season. He understands what he wants to do. He understands that he wants to be the main man now up front. Um, I can see it in his eyes. He's got a bit more maturity on him. Do you yeah. know what I mean? And he looks, even though he was a big lad, he looks stronger as well. So, you know, he's not scared of these defenders no more. And he's just, and he's, and he's focused. You can see it in his eyes. Uh, but I always remember Wayne Rooney when he went back, he said he'll be a top player about oh, really? living. Yeah, yeah. He said that. This is when he was That's very young and he'd come on as sub. He'd come on as sub a few times. He said, I'm telling you now, he'll be a top player. That's, that's, that's big shout out. They've brought a couple of those sort of number nines who sort of, and it's such a, it's a, such a tough, it's the hardest role to get in a sense, isn't it? That, that goal scorer. I mean, even mm. now with Coral, he's 11 to 2 to be top goal scorer. Son, well played, 8 to Tom. 1. Vardy, great league, right, Joe? Vardy, 5 to 1. And Kane, uh, Harry Kane's still the favourite at 10 to 3. So, do you, I mean, do you think he could be like top, I mean, especially going in like, for England at the end of this season, do you think Calvert Lewin there, if, he, if he's like, Top scorer. I mean, Kane's going to obviously be number nine, but do you think it's? Do you think Harry Kane's got one eye on him, thinking, "Mate, I, you know, I can't have this. I've got to be top scorer." That's what he's got to aim at. Do you know what I mean? Personally, I mean, Harry Kane's mm. Harry Kane. 
Do you know what I mean? He, if anything, he, Harry Kane's got a little bit better as he's got older. Even the, the, the assist he's doing. Um, so Harry Kane will be the main man, but that's what he, that's what as a young striker, that's what your focus should be. Can I get as more, more goals than everyone everyone else? And I know that seems selfish, but that's what number nines have to do. Do you know what I mean? They have to be selfish. They need the goals, and they want the goals for the teams as well. If yeah. there was yeah, if there was one on one situations, and then the number nine had a one on one, and I was next to him, I'd hope he'd smash it in and not side foot it. And that's only because I want him to get his confidence up, yeah, and get yeah. as many goals as he can because. You know what it's like if you have a team where no one's where you, your number nine's not scoring. It, it's hard. It's hard to come back yeah. into the game. Finally, Wes and what like you? You have good powers with Wayne, uh, obviously. Uh, with Wazza, I mean, he's looking at moving into management. I'm, if I'm honest with you, obviously, pick me as number nine for soccer eight. So I'm, I'm going to be awaiting the call myself. Uh, <laughs> you know, big man up front. Um, fingers crossed, he gets in touch. Uh, but. Do you think? What do you think there? Do you think that's a good move for him if if, if it comes about? Yeah, do you know what? It's, it's something he's always wanted to do, and Joe would see Joe would have seen him in the changing rooms as well. He's got that something about him. Do you know what I mean? He's got this determination. Mm. Um, he would not be shy in telling people what to do because I know some mm. players are, um, some ex players yeah. are when they go into managing. You know, he, he's got a focus for it, and I'm not going to lie. He's probably one of the first that's twenty. 23, 24, yeah, I want to be a manager. Um, and yeah. obviously, if this opportunity if this opportunity comes off, he'd be delighted because it's something he's always wanted to do. And I always, people always speak um, as in, you know, should he should he get the job? And I was like, well, why not? He's been one of the best players around in his era. Um, yeah. yeah. He, knows, he knows a lot about football. This is what he wants to do next. Um, people say to me, should he start a derby? Why not? You know, sometimes sometimes opportunities come and you you, t- you jump on it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. There's a lot of I know there's a lot of ex players trying to get managerial jobs and they they find it difficult here and there. Um, and some people get a little bit luckier. Like I'm not saying he's been yeah. lucky, but at the same time, an opportunity is there. He was he was at Derby as a player. Um, you know, the managers left, and now they're in a situation where they need a manager, and obviously he will put his name in. Would you fancy joining him down there if he if he made a call? No, he'd be shouting at me too much. He'd have to call him boss, would I? No chance. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> He'd love that. He would love that. He would love that. No chance. <laughs> right, Joe. One, look, one of them. You know in the dressing room when you're like, if you don't call him boss, you go, Wes, address me properly, please. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In front of everyone. <laughs> You're giving him that that stare like, okay, okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we'll talk about this after. Right, Joe, last week we made predictions. And quite frankly, my friend, they were absolutely embarrassing. (laughs) We both picked West Ham. Obviously, we're not going to go over, you know, with Wes on here, how that that turned out. Yeah. Uh, I went draw, Arsenal Spurs. You went Spurs, so you got that uh, uh, right. Um, And we both went for Wolves versus Liverpool, which, again... So, so we've got Wes Brown. Mm. Jermaine Pennant did significantly better than both of us, by the way. So I'm not going to yeah. blow his trumpet too much. But right, let's go. Yeah. Man United versus Man City. I've got to come to you first, Wes. What are we thinking? Win, lose, draw. Uh, I'm going to go draw. <laughs> I'll tell you what, mate. If you don't make it as a football coach, you could be an incredible politician. Thank <laughs> you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Thank you, Tom. <laughs> you handled that very well, my friend. Uh, Joe? Man City. I think that I think the, the train will start from here with with Pep. I think um, Aguero's back. 
Man City I'm going for? I, I've just got a weird inkling and I'm going to be the guy who says Man United. What? Okay, that's interesting. I just thought, I thought, I just thought, I, I still don't rate that City defence 100%. And I just thought if Rashford's at him, Fernandez, yeah, I've just got a feeling. All right, Joe, I'm going to come to you for this one. Everton, Chelsea. I am going to go draw. And I think it'd be a good draw for Chelsea. I think Everton would be up there. I think Everton will take points off everyone this year. I think they're going to be there or thereabouts. Wes? I'm going to go Everton win. They've been on a little low, haven't they, Tom? Yeah. And I think this game is going to be at them a bit with how they started. And I just think, obviously, this would be, a you know, the team um, playing against Chelsea, a good team to do it against. Man, I... I'm going to, again, I'm going to go Chelsea. I think Frank has got saying it's pretty special there. I think that they're, and I think, I think that they've just got that grit and determination to absolutely just, I, yeah, I, I, I think at the moment that train is fully running. I mean, again, mm. <laughs> I seem to be the kiss of death whenever I say anything like this. Finally, it's a little Tom. bit different. Newcastle, West Brom. Joe. Oh, uh, God, Joe, think. you look like someone had just fed you up. Someone had just fed you up dog shit in a restaurant. Listen, <laughs> it ain't. First of all, no disrespect. Newcastle fans, West Brom fans, we love you. But um, yeah, that won't be one for the purists. Um, I'm going to go with Newcastle. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Go on, Wes. I'm going Newcastle, and I want Wilson to get a hatchet because he's in my fantasy league. There you go. Aye, aye, yeah. Mate, we're, we're in the same fantasy league, Wes. And we won't talk about that, will we, Tom? Because... <laughs> no, we won't, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing very well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go I, I'm gonna go for Slavan. I'm going to go a little bit of West, West Brom. Mr. West Brown, uh, it's been an absolute honour having you on. You're genuinely, well, I think, one of the best characters in the game. You're... you're absolute gentleman incredible player and a fan of knowledge on the game so thank you for joining us my friend yeah pleasure thank boys. you Wes yeah pleasure loved every second of it pleasure. Joe mate what an incredible guest an amazing guy to chat to about football right yeah mate like a gentleman absolute cool. gentleman top player I uh, love that I've known Wes since since I was 15, 16 we've got a lot of mutual friends we used to have a few nights out together and, and he's a yeah top guy love him we should get him back and again We've, had, we've been lucky with a guest. We, we should get him back on later on. Mate, he, I'd love that. He's just such a, yeah entertaining character. Well, Joe, it's been a pleasure as always, my friend. Nothing but love, but love, but love, brother. Yeah. Love you, big man. People you've been listening to All To Play For, brought to you by Joe and Coral. I've been Tom Davis. He's been Joe and Carl. See you next time, baby. You've been listening to All To Play For, brought to you by Joe and Coral. <laughs>